Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 117. Or is it 117? You guys have to tell 117. Me. 117? Okay. 2010. Yeah, 2010, 117. Got it. 2010. Well, it has to be 2010 because it's not like you did 1,900. No, I know, but I'm asking is it episode 117 or 117? Just 117. Ah, uh, okay. We roll with what's short. <laughs> this is the stealth version of this podcast. This, yeah, this is the episode that um, is stealthily for February 27th, 2010. Coming at you. Yeah, 117. Live from Canada, Wisconsin, California. I, I don't even know where in Canada Anna is sometimes. Vancouver. I think she's just the in the curling capital of the world. She's just in the general yeah, she's vicinity like, of Canada. You know, where right? all the places would be crashing in her house to go. She is from Vancouver, that's right, because Ian went to Olympics. He watched like some skeletons in a closet or something, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And I went, and I'm from, no wait, you're from Washington, and where's Philip from? Utah. Utah. Yeah, he's actually apparently gotten lost, because he was on the show (laughs) earlier, and then he disappeared. And we we think he fell in the Salt Lake, so he's just gone. I think it's more likely he fell in the can. Fell in the can? Just flushed out to the fl- the salt lake. Oh, Poor let's not go there. Don't go there. Oh, okay. Why is it a clean lake? It's a very salty lake. But I, I understood that from the title, the Great Salt Lake, that there might be a, a fair amount of salt in it. Yeah, but it's actually so salty there are no motorboats allowed. Why? It'll corrode the motor, and you can't get it out, and they don't want to keep rescuing <laughs> boats out of it. That's awesome. So that's like, if you want a boat in the Great Salt Lake, take your sailboat. Except there's not a lot of wind, so suck it up. Because <laughs> it's an inland lake. So Wait, Phil might be here now. Is Phil here? How much salt does it have? He's at Phil, talk. Um, I think it's what four or five doing? times the salt content of the ocean. Phil is apparently auditing the podcast. Oh, well, that's <laughs> I excellent. don't know what's going on. I don't know. He's asking how much salt does it have. I don't know why he's How, not talking. Why is the Utah person the one asking us? He should know. I don't know. You're uh, from Utah. Why don't you know? Why are you I getting insulted about talking not... about Canada like normal? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you've been all quiet sitting there. They're still losing tomorrow. I so know. He's... What's going on? Yeah, what do you guys say about your hockey team? You going to yeah. offend it? You got some Canadian pride? Time to share it. Jeez. Jeez. I love how you guys no, can no, complain. Congratulations on winning for the first time in 50 years. <laughs> Congratulations on not knowing who you're playing in the next round when you're complaining about us winning. She knows, she knows we're playing. No, 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 no. I was talking about when she was like, I hope they lose to the Russians. I'm like, we're not playing the Russians. You're playing the Russians. Oh. Yeah. I got who was doing what backwards. <laughs> Good job. We, we had that. Which is great because I did the same thing like the day before because I'm like, I think Great Britain just won against Sweden what in, in what curling. The Russians? Don't you mean Czechoslovakia? That, that will... Play against no, him, and Russians. Ian's like, no. Oh, I'm British. thinking of the women's. Wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> Czechoslovakia was... Well, Russia was their team. second round once they beat... Um, oh, okay. The... Was it Germany? Hockey politics! All right. I don't know. You guys had <laughs> to play that extra game, and we laughed at you for it. So there. Oh, I see. Is that what it is? All right. Pretty much. So, we're, obviously, we're excited about the Olympics here. Um, we're hoping we can get excited about some video game stuff, though. So, let's transition to... Wait! Breaking news! I think uh, our man, Manny, has... Wait, I should introduce everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the stealthy podcast. Uh, breaking of the breaking, breaking into breaking news. First, I've got um, Philip Willis, who we can't hear at all. 
Because his microphone got eaten by a rat. Yeah, he's never sounded better. Thanks, Phil. Um, we've got <laughs> Anna Marie Neufeld from Canada. We got rocks and trees and trees and rocks and rocks and trees. And, and igloos. And water. Yes, and lots of water. All right. Go Canada. Sure, the pants on the ground? I don't get it. I, I don't know. We've got <laughs> I will put up a link. Oh, we, good. There's a link. We have an excellent band called the Arrogant Worms. And they sing about the wonders of Canada. Hmm. And we've got. Um, and it went, and it was, in, it was recapped in ten seconds. That is the wonders of Canada, everyone. The rest is just snow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Manny is, or no, Phil. I'm going to call you back. Uh, I'm going to put you on hold. Now I'm going to call you back. All right. <laughs> One of those buttons. <laughs> I'm ringing him. Let's see if that works. And hello, Phil. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hey, hear you. Yay! Phil it's from alive. Phil from Utah. Yes. Oh, well, how salty I'm, is the Great Salt Lake, Phil? Yeah. You tell uh, us. I'm high off the salt right now. Mm, there's some good stuff get high straight off to bed. <laughs> wow. All right, moving well. on. We've got uh, <laughs> Michael Tidwell from Washington. Aren't the Olympics awesome? And the United States is leading the medal count. That's awesome too. Yeah, but Canada's leading in gold medals. Yeah, so what? They're supposed to. They actually know what they are now. We actually know what they are now. Okay. And we've got Emmanuel Marino from California. Hello, hello, hello. And myself, Chris Privetier, from Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to roll with something fancier than that, but that's okay. No, I'd have to have state Go pride. cheese. <laughs> go cheese. <laughs> there you go. go yeah. I can't even, yeah. We do have some good cheese. I will tell you good that. Wayawega. It's good stuff. You have steak. We do have steak, but I never go to nice steakhouses here, so I don't know. Yeah, how you good wait till we go to E3 for that. That's right. And he waits till we have to import it in from somewhere else. And he's like, "Oh, it's so you good." You have cows in California. California. They they have cows in yep. California. Our com- we have famous cow commercials. Yeah, you you talk about how you have cow commercials that talk about how they um, so move cheese. from Wisconsin to California to get better weather. Yeah, and still make <laughs> and, and guest spots in like TV series like uh, Twenty Four and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Great. Our, our cows are famous. They're celebrities. <laughs> cows are famous. It's a smear campaign they... against Wisconsin cows. And they're sitting here too. freezing their tails off, and that's all you've got for them. It's just, so just they're. Mean. I mean, you know, maybe it's just easier in California. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. What Tea to say. is good. Tea is good. Tea is I... good. Rolling on. All right. Well, we got no feedback really from the message forums this week. Nobody came yeah, up with a topic. Yeah, it was dead. That's okay. So like nine of you made me cry. Um, somebody else had some feedback though. Sega had some feedback about their their latest announcement about Yakuza Four. Three. Or, Three. or maybe oh. latest disappointment. The <laughs> latest disappointment. <laughs> the latest Sega disappointment. Yeah. They. They. You know, they were doing so well. They're like, all right, we're going to bring this game over. And everyone's like, oh, you are going to bring it after all. Yay. Thank you, Sega. Thank you, Sega. Thank you, Sega. And it's like, they, they, it sounded like they, they finally had a game that, that from beginning to the end, they were, well, they were going to mostly do right. And Sega, being Sega, found a way to screw it up after all. So fill me so in, So let's talk about it, Manny, because you seem to be the most informed about this. Yeah. Well, it's funny, because I, I pushed so hard to get Yakuza coverage on the site. I know it wasn't only my decision, but... I did have to twist a few uh, elbows to get this to happen. But uh, apparently they cut out some content from Yakuza 3. Uh, Hostess clubs and a Japanese history trivia game game will not be 
uh, in Yakuza 3. <sighs> but the funny thing is, it's not so much... I feel like that it's the a Super Nintendo been... game era now. But you know, what really bothers me more than the, the fact that some content is cut is the the reasoning behind it is just so insulting. Well, is this is this is this because you know you know we've been dealing with this since the uh, you know the days of the Nintendo? Is it like too racy? Is there like is this like the it's raciest content North in the America game or something? Enjoy it. Oh no, it's because we're too dumb to understand what a hostess club is. Oh, well, so they're like cutting out everything that's strip club related or something, right? No, they're, the strip club is still in it. Wait, the strip club's in it, but the hostess club out isn't in it. That is specifically Japanese, basically. So it's okay yeah. to be naked, but not to be Japanese. Well, here, well <laughs> let me read a little blog post, all right? And maybe this will give everyone a, a bit more of, of an understanding. Hey, right. everyone. Today's blog is a little different than uh, different than most of us. Wait, maybe you should read it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, reading's not so easy now, is Chris. Yeah. <laughs> what i'm saying hey everyone today let's see what voice should we use for this person um condescending voice hey everyone (laughs) today's blog is a little different than most for us but it's something that our community teams are very passionate about and we want to make sure it gets out there well it's already been rumored in a couple of places we wanted to confirm that there is some content in the japanese version of yakuza 3 that didn't make it over to upcoming western version mostly involving the hostess clubs and the Japanese history trivia sections. At the same time, we also want to explain part of the reasoning behind that and be upfront with you guys, our fans, about that fact. Ultimately, the choice that had to be made was either no Yakuza 3 in the West or a version of the game that was almost exactly the same, but with a little less trivia. That said, our teams also understand that many of you guys love games like Yakuza because of that experience. And rest assured, we will continue fighting on your behalf to make sure that going forward, we can provide as close to the full experience as possible, no matter how foreign. Even so, Yakuza 3 is still a game packed to the brim with things to do, places to see, and people to fight, offering a massive amount of options for fans of the series and new players alike. In addition, the Western versions of the game will come prepackaged with codes for the DLC, already localized and ready to be enjoyed. With gameplay that you truly won't find anywhere else, we think that Yakuza 3 is genuinely one of the PS3's best titles, and we hope you'll think so too when you play it. As Yakuza 3 nears ship, we'll have lots more on the massive amount of things to do, see, and experience in the game. And truly, you're in for one awesome ride. Until then... Yeah. <laughs> and the best part is, is if you go to the comment so. section, there's like 80 bazillion comments of, yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> Comment number one, nope, not buying. Two, no buy for me as well. Three, you guys better put it back in the game or I'm not buying. Four, I don't support censoring, so no buy for me as well. <laughs> don't remove the blurb blurb, Costas bars. Are you out of your minds? Are you? Uh, I love it. Uh, each of these words is on a separate line. Are you out of your blurb blurb minds? <laughs> You know, the funny thing is the rumor is they're taking out more than just that. They're taking out, um, there's achievements for accomplishing some minigames, I mean, I mean, trophies for accomplishing minigames like Mahjong or Shogi or some other games like that that are missing from the from uh, the trophy list for the, PS, the, the North American Well, version. surely it must be difficult to localize Mahjong. I mean, it's not like the, know, the tiles have no Japanese characters on them whatsoever for the most part. The funny thing is, though, that is that um, everything that's been cut from this release was in Yakuza 1 and it was in Yakuza 2. And it wasn't too Japanese for us then. Wait, the hostess clubs were in Japanese trivia were in, yeah, in the first two? Everything they cut out was in Yakuza 2 and I, Yakuza 1. See, now I made a comment on this blog that I didn't understand this. I thought it was BS because 
I don't know what's going on then because I didn't know that it was in one and two. Because it, it's like this this reasoning doesn't hold. It's like we we had the choice of either bringing the game over with uh, some content removed or not bringing it over at all. Well, but you had time to translate all the DLC. Couldn't you put that time towards translating the full content of the original game and maybe cut some of the DLC or schedule that for later? Well, hey, what, to do what? Time. It had to do with what they were allowed to do by someone. By someone, I except mean, that they were allowed to do it in the first two games? You know, the funny yeah, thing is... Yeah, it changed their mind. What's interesting, though, is that they, they make it sound like the hostess clubs are something trivial when they've always actually been one of the core things about the Yakuza series. I mean, in Yakuza 2, for like one of the big innovations about Yakuza 2 was that you get to become a hostess yourself, and then you get to run Wait, a hostess club. How can club. you become a hostess if you're a guy? Oh, there's tons of hostess clubs for men. Oh. Yeah, there are. Yay. And, you know, the funny thing <laughs> well, is they well, say, like, oh... I mean, oh, there are four women, men working there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And, you know, the funny thing, they, they, they think it's so hard for Westerners to understand. I can break it down for you in one sentence. You sit down with an attractive person, you have some drinks, you talk, and then you get a bill when you're done. That's it. That's so what it's, it's basically somebody <laughs> making you think you're important. Yep. Okay. It's an escort the... without the fun. It's basically. Thank you for the Michael Tidwell perspective. <laughs> what do you want? But not a cat the cafe. clubs have always been a big part of the series. I mean, in the first game, some of your like some of the key characters, some of your friends, as you're as you're playing as a main character, a lot of the scenes happen in hostess clubs. I mean, a lot of the goals. I mean, the women you meet and date. You sit around. You, you sort of like a dating mini game. You sit around. You talk to this girl, and if you really impress her, she thinks you're not just some. Pi- some average patron or some pervert. She's like, you know, this guy's really nice. Please come back and visit me. Then she starts sending you emails like, yeah, this guy's really cool. I should start seeing him outside of the club. And eventually you can start dating her and there's like this whole big story arc and there's like maybe, I don't know, 20 girls. And I only ever had time to maybe dedicate to one of them. So you have to really, you know, pick who you want to spend your time with, who you want to court, who you want to buy presents for. I mean, it's this big elaborate dating game. They said the dating's still in the game without the hostess club part. But apparently now Kazuma's just so hot that random women call him on his phone and it's up to you whether you want to take them out or not. Ah. Which doesn't make much sense to me. It's like, uh, I don't know, I think we've gotten so used to in the U.S. that with companies like Atlas doing everything they can to bring us over these Japanese experiences, it's really jarring to see a company go back down this let's cut stuff out route. It's so funny too because you mentioned like Persona Three. Do do you all remember that scene where where uh, you're quizzed in class who's on the hundred yen bill? Yeah. No one complained about that. I use I mean, game facts. To... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, wiki for the win. I used to. Yeah, it's like, hmm. I can cheat. I have a laptop in class with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No I mean, problem. But no, I mean, you're you're right, and I didn't mind that. I liked learning that. I liked being able to. You know, having to figure that out—that was great. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with that. I and mean, if you got it wrong, oh, you didn't get your one, you know, smart point or whatever. I mean, who's playing this? That's objecting to Japanese culture. These games are about an immersion that's in the it. Only—that's the—that's the funny thing. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is such a bad PR move because the only people who are interested in Yakuza Three at this point, releasing a week before God of War and the same <laughs> day as Final Fantasy Thirteen, are people who either played the first two games or are real Japanophiles that want to slice into Japanese life. So, I mean, by, with a, a move like this, you're basically insulting the only people who would have bought this game. <laughs> it's very efficient. They, they've really found a way to screw up, like, with as little effort as possible with this move. It's like, I, I feel other games, they have to really work at it. This one, it was just so easy. I don't know. They uh, you know, the game is still... up 
Valkyria Chronicles, you know, marketing. Well, yeah, but they had to work at that by, you know. No, they didn't. They didn't work at it. That was kind of the problem. <laughs> oh, okay. So really, Sega's, Sega's strength as a PR team is finding ways to screw up a game's release with as little effort as possible. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> They're doing well. This yes, is great. Oh, your uh, <laughs> comment four ninety seven. Your order has been successfully canceled. For your reference, here's a summary of your order. You just canceled order number blah 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 blah. Status canceled. Sold by Amazon.com LLC. <laughs> Ouch! Just gets meaner. <laughs> All right, I, got, I have to run. let me make like two quick little comments. All right, go for it. Is the, is, uh, the funny thing is though is um in Yakuza two like cutting out mahjong and show just seems like not that big of a deal but i actually remember having to i actually learned how to play mahjong because it was in yakuza there was a, a mahjong parlor right there and i said you know what i'm gonna go inside and learn how to play some mahjong wow. and i did and because of a game i mean games are like a cultural exchange of sorts you know it's like when you walk into any fantasy world just because you don't understand what a cylon is it doesn't mean you shouldn't play it. they should cut it out of the game i mean they're gonna you're gonna eventually grow with this series and you're gonna learn about this kind of stuff you know I'm wondering how much dialogue there was in these two in these two sections that they're cutting. It must have been gigantic. Yeah, if they're really it's trying good, to justify it. It's a good thing uh, Sega didn't handle Persona, uh, you know, three or whatnot. Otherwise, they oh, cut out just the small little school section. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's just cut out all the school because <laughs> that's too Japanese. <laughs> We're just yeah. gonna go right to the dungeon. <laughs> well, <laughs> When you want to talk to your people, they'll call you on the cell phone in the middle of the dungeon, you know? That's how you'll build your social links. Yeah. Oh, guys? Yeah? Yeah, Michael? You have just found the secret why we never got Sakura Wars. Oh? They had to cut out all the dating. Oh. <laughs> what Were those Sega titles? Yes. Ah. That is, that is a red company published by Sega. It's like it. Sega's Hallmark title. Ah. <clears throat> well, I think so- Sonic is Sega's Hallmark title, but... Yeah, <laughs> I, I should be so. It should be said that it's just, the game is probably still worth buying. It is ninety percent of what you want, mm-hmm. and at this point, if you ever hope to get a Yakuza four, your only chance is to support Yakuza three. Unfortunately, but you should tell Sega how pissed off you are. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if canceling the order really accomplishes I mean, the goal, <clears throat> right? Because at this point, you're like, well, yeah, I'm mad. And I'm not going to give you my money, which means if there's ever a Yakuza 4, their choice is, well, our choices are localize it or not, and people didn't buy it. So, you know, they're not going to remember a year down the road or anything why people didn't buy it. They're going to look at the numbers, say people didn't buy it, and you're not going to get Yakuza 4. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, why do you really think they, they made this decision? I mean, was it really to save the you know the few bucks uh, that would cost to translate it or something? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it was bad PR to say, oh, oh, it's 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 – it's too foreign, you Westerners. You know, we have to make this like. Who yeah, is, you never tell you your audience they're stupid. That's probably the real reason, but it comes off sounding like somebody's trying to cover up that they don't want to take the chance of releasing yeah, this stuff like, for some reason. This is my problem with the press release: is it doesn't sound apologetic. It sounds horribly condescending. Yeah, it's like yeah, you wouldn't get it anyway, so just. Suck oh, it that up. wasn't a press release. That was a blog post. Yeah, that's a blog well, post. Well, you know. Yeah. Six yeah. of one, half dozen of the other. Sure. Well, I mean, this is right. the way they get out most of the information for this game. Yep. Really small uh, blog posts that have no picture and are very small links on their main blog wall. It's yeah. Awesome. All right. Oh, man, you're taking off. Thanks for being here. All right. Great. Good luck Enjoy you year. having your teeth. Have fun, soon. everyone. Bye. Enjoy the phone calls. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like Michael's Oh, yeah, because of three. Can't wait for the phone calls. Yeah. Yeah, Michael's heard a comment. So let's do some uh, let's do some voice feedback. 
Um, oh as always, if you'd like to leave feedback on the show, you've got a number of ways for you to do it. Um, you can log on to board.rpgamer.com and leave a co- and uh, um, go to the latest updates thread and post a comment. Uh, you can also email us at podcast.rpgamer.com. You can send us an audio file, so like a uh, recorded MP3 of you making a comment. Play, send it to podcast.rpgamer.com. We'll play it right on the show. Or you can call us on our Google phone account. That is... I never remember. <laughs> no, I can never remember. This is... See, I've even got it up on my phone right now. I don't even see where the number is. So it's like, what's my number? Oh, come on. <laughs> bring it up on, oh, bring that's not it up on the big... You. Yeah, you're not going to save me. It's 608 729 Very you good. You can submit your call, and we can listen to it. Just... Like, oh, my menu's going. Yeah, the iPhone interface that they were all great going like, you're going to love our new iPhone interface for Google, for Google Voice. It, it's not that good. Oh. It's like, you, you, I, blah, give me all the call list. Thank you. Okay, here we go. So first call. No, that's not the one I want. I want this one. All right. First call is from Jaconis. Long-time listener, long-time commenter. So here's what he has to say. Yes, this is Draconis. This is about the Symphony of the Night game for Dracula X Chronicles for you guys. To unlock it, it's actually on stage 3+. plus. It's the upper tombstone, and you use the vine cage to get up there. What is he talking about? He's talking about Dracula X, how to unlock Symphony of the Night in it. So you go to the Stage 3 Plus, and there's an upper tombstone, and you use the sun to get there. I don't know what he was talking about. um, So some some device that sounds like Sun of Thumbs to get up there. I'm all over this game. Wait, wait, wait. Let me understand this straight. This guy just called up and started telling us how to unlock Symphony of the Night, Dracula X? Yeah. Yeah, Is there a particular reason why? Yeah, because we were talking about it last week. Oh, I got a short-term memory. Somebody was talking yeah, about playing Dracula X and I, not unlocking I probably No, I asked because that's actually... Uh, maybe maybe I just talked about it last week and totally forgot about it. But yeah, that's... I looked it up online. I had to look at three different websites, but I finally figured out how to how to do it. It, uh, it was fun. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, what is yeah. what is he talking about? What is the shadow of that you use to break you've the got a, Yeah, you've got to... you got to fight to get to, to get to the icon that unlocks the game. Uh, when you're playing the the Rondo X remake, you gotta let the there's this one of the first bosses you fight is this werewolf dude, and he likes to toss up chunks of brick and throw them at you from the road, mm-hmm. and you gotta let him dig his own. You gotta let him dig enough road out so that you can fall through the floor, and you'll end up eventually fighting another boss, and uh, that opens up a whole other little hidden world. And then once you're in that hidden world, you gotta keep uh, as you're progressing through it. You always want to take the upper paths. Because uh, there's places where you can take a lower path or an upper path, and you stay taking the upper path. You got to make some hard jumps, and eventually you uncover the little icon that gets you Symphony of the Night. So, it's it's an easy twelve step process. This you doesn't make okay. Oh. He made it sound very simple about stage three plus, and then yeah, fun up men in the chat room saying you have to push the tombstone. Uh, what yeah. is, this? And yet, when you that, describe it, it sounds like an entire like four hour step by step process. I don't know well, why. That, <laughs> 
that's that's why I sarcastically throw in the twelve step process because I had a friend who was talking to me about this at eleven o'clock at night when I was dead tired, and he said, "Look, it's really this simple." And he started going through all the steps. I'm like, "Dude, I don't want to hear it because you've already gone on to five different steps, and I'm tired as heck." And um, yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was. It's not. It's you definitely want to have a little FAQ. And my favorite there thing is, I, I can't. What Dracona said, what the guy in the chat room says, and what you say all seem to be completely different. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I am like no closer to, to understanding you what to do to, do to unlock to do this, this game. I'm gonna have to read an FAQ this, myself. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, I kind of forgot. You have to push the tombstone too. That's that's something in there. It's right. important. Let's let's move on to our next call. Yeah. Just <laughs> read the facts. About, yeah, just, yeah. Just read the FAQ. All right. Read the FAQ. All right. Hey, it's Josh. I uh, just wanted to let you know a couple things. I like the podcast. Just just started listening about four weeks ago. Um, just one quick comment real quick. Mike, dude, you have got to stop sucking your snot up in your nose during the podcast. Dude, it is nasty. <laughs> um, I, and it's not that you're sick because it's been going on the last four episodes that I listened to. And if you're grossed out, so are we. <laughs> okay, I'll just stop there. Yeah, Mike, what's wrong with you? Are you sick I, or something? No. I, okay. In the morning, I'm always congested, and I don't know why, and I'll just work on not sucking <laughs> You need, it like, a steam nose. treatment in the shower to clear your sinuses. You know, this tea. I just sit here, and I sniff for a while. It's actually working. Yeah, yeah that's good. Just try to do it off mic, apparently. I don't know how. Or use the mute button. Because you're, I usually you're, you're do, angry in our fans, apparently. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. He's got more to say. Oh, good. Uh, you guys keep forgetting about Dragon Age, the new expansion coming out, I think it's March 16th, and you never have mentioned it in your new releases, um, and it's just one more game to add to the plethora of games coming out in March. Okay, we got to stop there. First of all, we Wait, mentioned it three or four times during the news process of when it was announced and when we finally had a date. The reason we haven't talked about it in new releases is it isn't out yet. We talk about new releases a week before they come out. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. We don't do a March recap, or that would be the whole The show. last time we had news on that was more than four weeks ago. So you started listening after the last update on that game. So, yeah, it's coming, and um, I'd like to look forward to it, but it's just dropping at a time that I'm not going to be able to get into it. So um, we'll see. But we do have a news story about that this week, so look forward to that later. And lastly, just one quick thing on reviews. I don't think you need game scores. What I think you need is very simple, zero, one, or two. Zero means don't bother. One means it's a rental. Uh, two means go out and buy it. Because really, when it comes down to it, that's all the gamers care about. If you see a seven, does that mean you should go buy it or rent it? And, you know, I, I don't know. I think the problem with many reviews is they get get too hung up on the on the particulars when it might just be a great game and what you need to do is just say hey this is a great game um but it doesn't have any it does there's no merit in buying it but go rent it because it's worth playing through um or this is a great game that you're going to get you're going to probably want to come back to later so go buy it it's really good or in the case of Mass Effect, this game is just so freaking long that you're going to need to buy it because you're going to pay for the game in rental costs if you rent it. You know, something wait, like, wait, wait. you know, 
the idea. Anyway, uh, have well. a you know a good week, and I'll look forward to the next podcast. Uh, keep up the great work, and uh, gotta fix your authentication problems with the boards. I can't seem to create an account. So anyway, um, yeah, have fun. Bye. Uh, yeah, uh, first, <laughs> with the boards, if you're having issues, email what? Webmaster at hey. rpgamer.com? Oh. Email pause. You, hey. but you're not the board admin. <clears throat> yes, she is. Yeah, I am. Since when? Since. I have been the interim form admin for When like I tried to install new boards a few weeks ago, you said it's not your problem anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, not my problem that? because as soon as we switch to the new boards, we have a new permanent admin. Oh, my God. It's not me. Ah! I was only supposed to be admin for like three months until we figured out which of the member mods was going to take over. And then we decided we were just going to give it to another staffer. Where should he email you at? Where should he email you at? Pause at rpgamer.com. All right. P-A-W-S, not P-A-U-S-E. P-A-W-S like a kitty has. Despite the fact that Stage calls me P-A-U-S-E. Yes, because you can tell the difference. Oh, you start button. (laughs) Start button. Start button at RP... No, that doesn't work. Pause at rpgamer.com to get help sort through your board issues. She can help work with you to figure out what's going on, or at least automatically approve your account for you. Or I guess not automatically, but manually. I try really hard not to do that, mm-hmm. because in 30 days, the accounts tend to reset. Oh, okay. So, Well, actually, I should correct that. The old way we were approving accounts, reset them in 30 days. Ah, there's a correct way to do it. There's a correct way to do it. <laughs> that way, there's the a correct way to do it, and there's a correct way to do it. Correct do way it works way, correctly. You screw up the account. <laughs> All right. Uh, as to his comments on reviews, um, I love that he comes up with a zero, one, and 2 that mean buy, rent, or don't buy, or don't get. Um, if I were going to do such a system, don't you think we'd just call it buy, rent, or pass? Yeah, and that's that, <laughs> instead of calling it zero one or two. <laughs> yeah, and there's a number of websites. There's a number of websites that do that. the 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 problem is in today's day and age, um, there's uh, you know some of these some of the games that we review just aren't rentable. I, I don't know if people actually rent portable games, but uh, some of them are just very long RPGs where you're not going to get a, a great experience if you just rent it. It's just going to cut it too clo- uh, too short. Some of the games are PC games. You really can't rent those or whatnot. It's just a little su- it's, especially when it comes to RPGs. It's just a little too simplistic well i've always always gone with um buy it bargain bin or no hmm, that that might that 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 makes a little bit more sense yeah because that's realistically speaking even though um we're not supposed to talk about price in our reviews a lot of times you will see the reviewers in their conclusion or in discussion in the forum thread say you know it is Worth it at sixty dollars. It is not worth it at sixty dollars. If you find it cheap, it might be okay to pick up. So I mean, that sort of discussion does happen. It just doesn't tend to happen in the review. Right, because the review is more long-standing than the release. Oh, me? Yeah, sorry. Yes, the recording just talking. broke there. Uh, go, go here. Just pick it back up. <laughs> There's just. We'll discuss it a lot in the forum thread, but it doesn't really get into the review except maybe like a, a sentence in the conclusion. Yeah, maybe. And we can't keep the price point because it's always possible that, uh, you know, the review will stand forever, but the rev- you know the price won't. So we don't mm-hmm. really bring that up as part of the thing. And, you know, half the time we kind of get it early and didn't really pay for it anyway. So we don't think about what it costs. <laughs> All right. No, that's fair enough. And um, I thought it was interesting, though, um, that he talks about Mass Effect being 
too long for that, a rental. That was the one. Um, I'm like, no, no. It, first of all, that game is one of the shorter RPGs, right? Even though I still managed to spend 50 hours on it. Um, you can spend 50 hours on anything, uh, but, but not, all not the you. games we cover on this site are like 50 hour plus games. It, we're uh-huh. an RPG site. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, well, if you wanted a short game, this is why renting I don't like, because how how am I really going to rent a game in a week and finish it as an RPG? Uh, Just, Infinite Undiscovery, no how many maybe? times I rented, uh, oh, what was it called? Shining Force. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Because yeah. I, I brought my Sega Genesis down to the States with us when we went to Florida. And we'd stay in Florida for like two months at a time. So yeah, I just keep renting it. You know, this is... Um, and Fun at Men's asking me about Infinite Undiscovery in the chat room. I actually liked Infinite Undiscovery, including the forest nonsense. I was alone in that opinion. So if you didn't like the forest nonsense, I don't think the rest of the game's going to fix it for you. But that's what an example of one of the shorter games, and it's got me thinking. I think we have a discussion topic here. Everybody um, post in the forums next week, or call, or email us, and tell us what you think are really good short RPGs. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Something, what, what is, let's define short, then. Less than 30 hours? Less than 20 hours. How about we go less than 20? Less than 20. Yeah, yeah. 20 hours. Yes. Wow. We do in have general. games that are like that. And I would count the first Mass Effect because you can do it in less than 20. But if it's you a game like Mass Effect, you need to... Lo- oh, yeah, it took me 60. If, you, if it's a game like Mass Effect that you can do in less than 20, explain that you need to... When you're posting it, say that you need to skip the side quests. So people know that if they try to do everything, it's not going to be 20. I'm pretty sure you can do The World Ends With You in less than 20. Nice. I, yeah, I expect to see a lot of portable games on the list, but yeah, I, I, I can't wait. I, I want to hear about this, because this is good for me. Final yeah. Fantasy VI without all the side quests? Is that, uh, is I that worth Final playing? I nine hours. Wow. All right. So we're going to get yeah. some interesting interesting responses. Just uh, make sure you clarify, because we can tally it up and see the ones that you have to skip side quests and the one that you don't. And well, I wonder, does Breath of Fire uh, Dragon Quarter count? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Um, only if uh, which one call it counts. Um, Thirty-three. Yeah, the the Wii one. No, the oh. uh, half minute hero. Oh, half minute hero. <laughs> I think half minute hero counts. I think that should count, but that's this whole design point. But you so. just have to point out that um, it counts, but only if you're doing one of the game, one of the quests, you know, or like I guess twenty of them, or yeah, fifty of them. Final Fantasy 912. Wow. Wow. So I'm not looking for speed runs. I'm looking for games that are reasonably completable under 20. And if you have to skip side quests, just note it. All right. And final call. Uh, hello, this is Strawberry A. I'd just like to comment on the last episode when you brought up the CDC RPG soundtracks. And the pre-orders and such. So, well, first of all, I'm kind of I'm kind of taken aback by how uh, Phil Phil thought that you know thirty dollars was expensive for an OSC, especially for a four CD one. I consider it lucky when I can find a forty dollar import OST with four CD four CDs. Thirty is about average for you know one CD or two CDs. And regardless, and I completely sympathize with, you know, the pre-orders that only come with maybe just a handful of tracks. And, and you know, what makes you want is to have the rest of it. I mean, the Luminous Art came with eight tracks, just eight, and only one of them is really, really good, Rosetta Rosso. 
still have to shell out the other 30, 35. Yeah, I think it was like 35 to get the rest of it. And it's about, oh, 41. 41 tracks long. Fine, isn't it? And, uh, hmm. yeah, I guess to say, uh, good work, guys, and I, I'll call in whenever I can. <laughs> Thank you, Strawberry Eggs. And Phil, why are you so cheap? She's calling you out. Because, no. Absol- hey, I'm, I'm happy to answer that one. Uh, first of all, in, 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 for my day job, I'm a controller. So it's my job to be cheap. It's, so, it's, so people press up, down, left, right, A, B, and start on you? Oh. Well, no, you, I, you, I, my point is nobody knows what a controller is. Oh, I was about I to do. say. Been, yeah, because yeah. You, you took business law school. I took business. Like, no, she no, did. It, it, you know, something. In, in some businesses, like the hospitality industry, the accounting manager is called the controller, and it's called a controller rather than accounting manager because it's focused on controlling costs within that organization. So when people come to me, they come to me for approval to purchase items or whatnot. I take a look carefully and I ask questions such as, "Do you really need this many of them? Is there a, a cheaper alternative that does the same job?" You know, those types of questions. You're a vendor who offers the same service for you know less money and, and whatnot. So and it it applies to home too. Wait, wait, wait. So you're the dude who disapproves spending stuff without actually knowing whether or not it's necessary. I hate you. You're the guy I hate. <laughs> no, no, being a being an accountant. If you don't even know, and I'm sitting here telling you this is what we need. Me finish, let me finish my sentence. Right. Being an accounting manager is more than just sitting there with a bunch of pile of papers and purchase orders and saying, "Oh, don't approve this, approve this." No, I actually sit with the department head and have a two-way dialogue. And in oh, doing so, I what? learn things in the process, such as exactly why this particular brand is important over that particular brand, and I become uh, I become more experienced in that particular department and in those purchases by working closely with the department heads and seeing how they use those goods and services. And that's one of the reasons why I get paid the amount of money that I do because I'm just not experienced in accounting. I actually know a lot about how each department runs because I work so closely with them. Mm. So In I'm, our experiences, people who try to do that never get a full understanding and they end up wanting to deny more than they should. Mm-hmm. You can never have anything well, good. That's that's your that's that's your viewpoint, but you know when you when I've actually had department manager. I mean these these guys are very busy people, mm-hmm. and when I've sat there and pulled them aside and they said, you know, they give me a purchase order for five hundred uh, boxes of washcloths or something like that, and I just very gently point out to them that they already have four hundred in closet X that they've forgotten about. They're very appreciative of the fact that oh wow, you know what? I didn't see that. Oh, so you walk around and now. look in closets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that really? Do you job. actually have to do <laughs> like, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, well, that's awful. It, it's my job. It's my it's my job also to know how much inventory we have on hand okay. because that represents cash. When you have products sitting on the shelf, you know, just for the same reason, you don't want to buy five extra jars of peanut butter. You've already got two jars in your closet. Well, I need but, one that's chunky, one that's smooth, one that's pre mixed, one that's natural, and one but that has the jelly mixed of, in. But you don't need five of each. That's uh, no, I don't. And what happens? I don't. Uh, you know, it'll I, go bad. Oh, Michael to does. Give, <laughs> to give it a real, a real world example, uh, you know, certainly if you're married or, or whatever have you, maybe occasionally you've gone out, you're at the grocery store, you bought that jar of peanut butter, you didn't even know that your wife had bought it last week, or maybe it was way in the back of the closet or something like that. Next thing you know, you got a couple of extra jars of peanut butter. You know, we never talk anymore. I don't no, know. I know. <laughs> so, anyways, with with the whole music. <laughs> With the, with the whole OST thing or whatever have you, yes, I oftentimes hear, well, you only get five songs when you buy 
da 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 and, and yeah, occasionally that's the case, but I've bought plenty of games where they keep, where you do the pre-order or it comes with it, it's the collector's edition or whatever have you for 10 bucks more, and you get uh, a whole CD or sometimes two CDs full. So in my little bunny but brain... But generally, understand. that may not even be the full soundtrack. You know, possibly, possibly not. But why, 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 why do I want to pay for an extra CD or two and pay forty bucks when I can get, you know, usually with some of my games, I'm going to get one or two full CDs for the same price. The uh, thing is, is that game. the games that are charging you forty dollars for the CD, they haven't given you any music. They might give you like a sampler that'll have like five to ten tracks. Now, I'm, I'm, I've got games that I got games. I mean, I've got games that literally have. 10, 15, 20 songs, and some even more. I mean, that's Blast Blue, half Blast... to a third of a soundtrack. Well, I, I well, and it's and, and, and this is going to be subjective from person to person. Personally, I don't need to pay an extra forty bucks for the other half of the soundtrack. You, you, I, you've I, got you've I got somebody who controls spending talking to three compulsive game buyers, so yeah. it's not going to go well. I am not a compulsive game buyer. All right, I'm you just you just subscribe buyer. to MMOs every month. No. One. No. No. You you don't subscribe to MMOs now, Anna. You drop that. Um, I subscribe to one at the moment. Oh, one. Okay. At the moment. You only have one. What are you talking about? Yeah, I only have one. Right. You're right. I canceled Ion because I was done reviewing it. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think Cryptic ever got back to us about STO, and I'm not going to bother paying for it anyways. The reviews are so glowing, I don't know how you can. I know. <laughs> hey, the point Their is, I, I went to Deep Space Nine, and I didn't have fun. That's when I knew this game was not for me. Well, yeah, you know, no, the Hollow Suites were their, offline. Yeah. Their, their payment model is arse. I can't, I can't justify paying a but monthly But see, you're, you're, you're trying to. You're, you're trying, trying to pay more like, money. No, see, no, I'm telling no. you, you guys, we're all no. heavy spenders compared to, to the perspective Phil's coming from, I think. But all right. Uh, well, and let me let me put out there. Let me let, let me let me just put a little disclaimer. And wait, say wait, wait, wait. Know. How many of us raise a hands? How many people have bought a plushie related to a video game? Um, have you seen my shelves? Yeah. So Anna has. Michael, have you? Yeah. No, I never. Well, I bought my. Pre- yeah, yeah, I, I have. Bought- yeah, just- how many of you bought Phil? I've got one lightning, it's not plushy, it's the lightning action figure from Final Fantasy Thirteen. Uh, but I mean, right. I have Wait, every you single have an action figure plushy. for a game you don't even have yet? Isn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> so, that even Phil cool. Suffers, so even Phil suffers from it to some degree. <laughs> yeah, and what's only interesting is I have every single Natsume plushie, including Finny the Fish. Finny the, What? Finny the fish. He has like, fins. Yes, it was a pre-order bonus for Finny oh and the Seven. Finny the fish and the Seven Waters for PS2. There we go. <laughs> and okay. I have a Finny the fish. He's just like a bass or something. Yeah. It's Why do you have Finny the fish? Because um, I needed it to complete my collection. It completes you? Is that what you're telling me? Yes, it completes me. No, it completes my Natsume plushie collection. I have every single plushie now. Micah's dog ate my original chicken, but now I have a new one. I found an image of Finny the fish. Does it look like a fish? It is awful. It's it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) This is... It's like, yeah. I can put it in Skype. Somebody somebody needs to link it to the chat room for me, but there you go. Finny the fish. (laughs) 
Wow. Get yours today. I, I need to put up like pictures of my plushie collections because at the moment Cthulhu is cuddling my baby chocobo. Ah, he's gonna eat it. Yeah, it has. A, I've draped his tentacles over it too. Well, here's another one that has all uh-huh. the Harvest Moon plush animals. There we go. Oh, I lose you. No. Oh. Okay, everyone just stopped talking at the same time. We were all stunned. It was a good simulated error. <laughs> Yeah, so can somebody link those into the chat room for me? Yeah, in right. one second. Oh, look, there's a there's a gecko thing. There's a harvest. There's a sheep. There's a fish. There's a dog. There's a cow. There's a chicken with a little chick and a kitty. Oh. Yep. And that's of July 08, so there's more after that. Yeah, because there is... Um, what else do I have? I think I have one that I had to, get, I had to put it on the next show. Wow, oh, the next show. <laughs> I've had to invest. If you've had to invest in shelving to show off your game-related <laughs> plushies, you may have a problem. These <laughs> were built into the walls, but yeah, I have one, two, three. If you've remodeled your house to accommodate, <laughs> what if I bought I six four, bookshelves from my game? Four and shelves of plushies. Wow. One, one is all prettiest. Mm-hmm. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven prettiest. Wow. Which I believe is every single printing in existence at the moment. I I have like one. How many do you have? No, I seven. Have two. How do you have seven? I have green, blue, pink. Mm-hmm. I have scarf, laharl, and Etna's twins. But you have the you have the bastards. I don't want those. <laughs> I like them. Real unzip their tummies and put stuff in them. <laughs> Yeah, that's so much better than the pouch they come with. Oh. Wait, is this the, oh, the little tiny ones that are blue? Yep. Yep. Those those are Etna's prinnies. How are they they Etna's? They're called Etna's prinnies. Oh, okay. The official Etna prinny plush pouch. Yeah, they are. Yeah, see? Based on the pouches worn by Etna in Disgaea 2. So they're based on pouches. So they're you not- wear them like they're like your bat belt. They're your printing belt. Do you like just randomly? You're walking outside of them. You you go, dude, and you take something awesome out of them. No. Oh, that's too bad. But I did have Ian draw like little souls in peril, and I put them inside of the pouches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I would ask how a, a little soul in peril looks, but I think we should move on. <laughs> it's like a little ghosty thing, and it has right. a sad face on it. So everyone go buy game soundtracks is I think the lesson from this. And on that, and plushies. And on that, um, I want to plug a series of articles that 1UP put up this week that you should go check out if you're into gaming music. They've got an interview with, um, what's his name, Uh, Sugiyama, the composer from Dragon Quest. Then they've got one from Uematsu of Final Fantasy fame, Koji Kondo. And then finally they've got an article with a wrap-up of a bunch of different composers from like Etrian Odyssey, Persona, um, Pokemon, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, go check out, go check out one up. Uh, or actually, go to our um, what's it called? Delicious dot com slash rpgamer slash one one seven. I've got the links for all four in there, so you can find those articles and check out those things if you're into game soundtracks. As long as you're not in one up this week. <laughs> okay. Angry. Okay. Angry Mike is angry. Michael's upset at One Up for getting exclusive preview stuff for Final Fantasy 13 when he didn't. 
it's not that I didn't. All right, you know, you, I didn't really want to address this, but I guess I should. <laughs> it's not that I'm upset that they got an exclusive weekly feature. I think that's great. It gives uh, you know the mainstream gives them something to look at. It's all shiny. I hate it when it bugs someone else from doing their job. There's no reason that you're saying that because of this exclusive, no one's getting advanced copies of the game. I. I have to guess that's what it is because I haven't seen anyone else. And I'm perfectly fine if you give me an advanced copy and say, I'm sorry, 1UP has a feature, your embargo is X. I'd be fine with that. We have that happen all the time. Yeah, we have that happen all the time. So the fact that they're just like, well, we're just not giving out except to 1UP is just really pissing me off. Have they have they stated that exactly? No, they won't be able. To, no, they can't state that. You got to well, be the, kidding me. Well, of course they could. I, I don't know why no, these agreements no, need really to be can't. so private. It's they like, really can't. It, it, there's nothing wrong with stating if that we made an agreement. So no, no one else Except is getting it. Except that it's a stupid decision. Except that it's a stupid decision. Oh, okay. You you can't just say that. People would be like, well, that's stupid. That's a. That's but it, just but the fact that they're not giving out copies is already stupid. So what's the difference? At least give them a reason. I don't no, know. they'd rather stay silent. They'd rather stay silent. Yeah. That what do they always do when? No, they, no, no. You, you, you're right. This is the company that's done such a good job of pushing Final Fantasy 13 so far. I can't really complain. <laughs> How well, could you question their marketing at this point? Say what? Anna? You mean the San Francisco bus? Yeah, the yeah, fantastic San Francisco bus. Dude, the the bango, what is it? The bongo bus is coming. No, oh, I can't remember that old song from the 90s. The bango bus is coming. Yeah. And I don't, is what does bango in. mean? Venga. Venga. As in Venga Boys. Oh, the Venga. As in the band that sings it. Oh, okay. So the lightning bus is coming then, I guess. Or it actually it came and went, I suppose. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It's probably been repossessed by the company that's going to paint it up for the next thing it's rented for. Yeah, I'm sure it was rented. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Screw this. Go play Grandia. Um, it's It's on the PSN right now. It's 10 bucks. It's a great game. Uh, it played on your PS3. Wonderful, wonderful game. And you get to hear about Puffy. Puffy. That's our first news story. Um, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, I suppose before I did that, it was time to go into releases for the next week. That would, yeah, that's usually. Well, that's okay. So that's a release from last week. Um, here's a release coming up next week Photo Showdown on the DS. Which DSi. On the DSi. Yes, it is DSi exclusive. Is you cannot download? play it on a normal DS. Oh, it won't no. even work? No, no it requires no camera. the camera. How would you do it? Oh, okay. Photo. <laughs> How is it an Show RPG? Down. How is it an RPG? We don't know. Uh, we're oh, covering it. Makes sense, um, though. It looks like, I'm looking at it, it looks like, um, you know that PS2 board game that takes forever to play? I think you're talking about um, Dokopon? No. I think you're talking about lots of games. Okay, there's one really boring ass board game that's on the PS2 and the 360. Chris, you swore. Limited Saga? No, <laughs> it's not a board game. I thought it was. Um, well it starts with a C. Captor. Coldcept. Coldcept. Oh. I don't okay. know. I'm trying to figure out what I'm looking at. I'm looking at screenshots here. Coldcept I'm seeing. I'm see- where is no, the. That- where are you getting the extra E from? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's Coldcept. It's called a sack. It's called it's a called sack, sack. saga. <laughs> yeah. It's called a sack saga. All right. I go outside and That's there it is. I, I, I'm just saying that because I see a bunch of people on what? squares and they're on the the squares are colored based on what they're standing on. I don't know. Yeah, and... it's a TRPG Pokemon. Oh, this is a TRPG. Okay. 
What? I don't know a ton about We're talking it. about just... Photo Showdown. We don't know I what it like, is. I was like, I'll play it. And we have, like, no that. information other than some screenshots. Isn't this shots? exciting a song summoner where I'll take your songs and all my songs suck and I'm going to play Dude, them. you make Toon Troopers in Song Summoner. I played yeah. it a little this week on my iPhone. You did? At, like, for 20 minutes. <laughs> was there a demo? Uh, no, I downloaded it. <laughs> I managed to snipe it on sale for something ridiculously cheap. Mm. Song Squirt Summoner? Stuff on sale? Yeah. How did you get Song Summoner on sale? No, she will. She will. Future tense. No, I did. Oh. Yeah, it's downloadable. I mean, how else would you get it, Mike? How did you get it cheap? I don't know. It was just like, I saw it, and it was like sale, and I'm like... What do you mean okay. you saw it? Where did you get it? What system are you playing Song An Summoner iPhone on? iPhone or iPod Touch? Oh, it was on the original iPod, iPod too, Mike. Yeah, original iPods. Yeah, I have. I've had it for my iPod for forever. How do you get a cheap? I didn't know they had sales on those. The original iPod games. Hmm. Yeah. How did they sell it? There was no App Store then. I don't even remember how they you sold it. You went that. to iTunes and you typed in Song Summoner. You oh, it was on sale one day. Okay. iTunes. Right? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right, so Photo Showdown, it's a DSi-exclusive title that utilizes the, the system's camera. Big shock. Players can use the camera feature to snap photos and directly incorporate them into the gameplay, and this will allow players to snap pictures that spawn monsters based on the dominant colors in their photos, so you can show your girlfriend just how much of a monster she really is. No, that's not what it says. Oh, um, players oh. will use their battle-tested monsters like to face their rivals in a no-holds-bar turn-based duels, with each monster harnessing its own unique skills it can use in combat. So it's like a Monster Rancher with a camera, basically. Except it looks like it must be an RPG somehow. We don't know how. So there's battles. Go kill. All right. So that's coming out next week. Also, Lunar, Silver Star Story, um, Incomplete. No, what do we call it? Lumini, Harmony awesome. of Silver Star. I thought you guys were just calling it um. awesomeness. Or Isn't Silver it Lunar, St- Silver Star, Harmony? Well, in our release database, it's Lunar, Harmony of Silver Star. On the game page, it's Lunar, Silver Star, Harmony. So they moved the um, around. I, I suspect the Harmony of Silver Star was our original English translation. Yeah, most likely. So Silver Star, Harmony, coming out next week. Go check it out. Get the special version with all your bromides and um, be happy. Uh, do we have a date. I think, uh, what is it, later in that week, it goes up for download on the PSP. So look to that. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I want to, but I can't. I want to, but I can't either. Same issue. Um, I'd love to go through that again, but not with all the other stuff that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of stuff that's coming out, Monster Hunter Try has a final date, April 20th, 2010. You'll be able to pick up Monster Hunter Try. This was announced at that awesome media, Nintendo Media Summit thing that was like, oh my gosh, everything's blowing up and exploding. If you read the thread on NeoGAF, um, a lot of hype. For that thing because a lot of hype a lot of boredom well there's people were excited about some stuff but uh i don't know why well metroid other m was being shown in playable form yeah finally and, and that was the important part that was the yeah biggest but it thing was like we had to sit through what was it almost 90 you didn't have minutes? to sit through anything you didn't get to go i didn't want to go <laughs> i'm just saying we got we had to sit through you didn't sit through anything <laughs> i had to sit through some girl blogging <laughs> nintendo gale yeah just yeah i i will give props to nintendo gale i thought that was good but it was like, yeah this, this this just this girl who runs like a nintendo blog she had a better live blog of the conference than any of the professional sites we found yeah i'm sorry but if you want me to follow your live blog do not make me refresh it 
Sorry, IGN. <laughs> I know. It's like, <laughs> seriously. Uh, the like, re- hi, can, you, can you come to this decade? <laughs> well, sometimes Cover Live dies, um, and that's why some I would people rather avoid have it. that option, yeah. and it would paste below than mm-hmm. to just continue with this. I have to refresh every 15 minutes because I'm not going to remember. Well, they should be putting a meta refresh on there, but they don't to save their servers. Yeah. It, who cares? You have a caching option with the meta refresh. I know. Whatever. It's so easy. It's and so just, easy, and they failed. So they failed. They, uh, the they point do. is, the the RPG-related <laughs> things that came out of this conference, um, I'm trying to remember the other big non-RPG things just to get them out of the way, but I can't. So I'll just do the RPG things. Monster Hunter Tri has its date. It's going to be packaged with the controller just like um, in Japan for $59.99 or without a controller for $49.99. This controller will be the Classic Controller Pro that's like... Um, it's like a melding of the classic controller with the N64 side wings sort of thing. So it's it's more like a it's closer to a PS2 controller. I think would be the closest controller it's it's like. So you can use that for more comfortable long role playing game playing, I guess. That doesn't Oh. It's kind of a replacement for using your GameCube on your Wii in a way. I have Except, a stupid tangent. Yeah. Uh you remember we were at E3 and they showed the wavy sticks of fun for hey, Sony's hey. uh Yeah thing i got to play with one. Oh, and boy they they have like the microscopic buttons for this thing i mean i've never seen smaller control buttons did you feel like an idiot holding it yes okay i actually what i felt like is i should be doing uh you know vocals on a rock it band felt like a microphone did you feel like well, yeah this it's is not... a microphone and you got a button and a big glowy ball on top and i'm just like i should just it be feel like it wasn't it? gonna go anywhere like this is uh, not gonna succeed it felt like a cheap plastic toy. It felt to like honest. a cheap plastic toy. <laughs> I got, just, I don't. So you know, I, that is, I'm assuming Warner is considering trying to figure out whether or not they want to use it in games, and you can't tell us whether or not they are. I assume, but you know, um, all I no, all I can tell you is that you know, obviously Sony's pushing this and going out to the developers and saying, "Hey, this hey, is our new tool. Have our hey, magic sticks." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "God, I hope not." But you know. the problem <laughs> is, and it's a problem that Sony's had since kind of the PS2 is that when they go out and give this stuff to the developers, they do an absolutely horrible job of selling it. Like, I remember that the first year that the PS3 was out at E3, SOE didn't even know how to use the controllers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's wow. SOE! Yeah. Like, <sighs> what the hell, Sony? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't mm-hmm. expect the controllers to uh Right. But I w- mean we were talking about the classic controller for the Wii. <laughs> I was just saying, we're talking about controllers that are weird. I had a I had a weird controller experience. So there you go. Alright, another big announcement in that conference that's not really much of a big announcement, that Nintendo will be publishing Dragon Quest Nine. Um and that'll be coming out yeah, in the summer. All. Yeah, I mean apparently Nintendo no, likes is, to publish is. Oh, Tell us, I mean, Michael. it's not, it's, it's, the, the big announcement, this is the thing I don't like your focus, the announcement is Nintendo is, no, the announcement is it's freaking coming. I don't care who publishes it. Well, of it. course it was coming. We well, knew no, that. No, I mean, as in this summer. Okay, as opposed to. Goodness well, knows when. How long there was the presumption six? that it was going to be after six. Yeah, so the f- chat room is asking, so is Nintendo going to censor, censor it now? I don't know. And my response is, oh, come on, it's Nintendo, they're not as bad as, bad as Sega. Ooh, God, I remember that was like... <laughs> the other way around. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. It's like Square Enix is still doing a localization. So it's going to be up to Square Enix. They are? Not a, yes. I thought an, Nintendo always localized stuff they were, they no, no, were no. publishing. It's like Final Fantasy IV DS. 
Okay. Is that the last thing that was... All right. By Nintendo, but localization and everything so, was done. By so you were telling me that anything that Nintendo thinks is going to sell a lot, they publish so they get money. So they can push it harder. Oh, so they can do the advertising for it. Uh, the the marketing, the, the advertising, marketing, the PR, yeah. everything. Which you know is, given what Square Enix has shown, they can do with Final Fantasy thirteen. I think that's a very good move. <laughs> <laughs> You know, before I was always questionable, but after the 13 campaign... Yeah, I, I think it's better that somebody hand. else do the marketing. It's just... Ugh. And maybe... I'm, I'm kind of hoping that this will uh, not revitalize, but, you know, in, engage the non-Dragon Quest people in the Dragon Quest game. Because it's clearly that Square Enix has not been able to pull that off in this uh, continent. Yeah, this one has online with Wi-Fi, right? Uh... You know, I want to say yes, but it's actually been a while since I've confirmed that. Okay. Because they keep changing the game. Yeah, they kept, they kept, yeah, that's right. It's going to be an action RPG. You can play with your friends. No! And Japan goes, Japan, no! Japan says, <laughs> and they say, well, yeah. oh, um, I mean, Just it's going to be a Dragon Quest style game, like all <laughs> the rest of them. We were serious. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's that exactly what that was like. It's like, uh, no, never mind. <laughs> we were just kidding. Yeah. Apparently it's quite good if you judge by um, you know, the Tokyo Subways. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's how all I judge I can... my Dragon Quest popularity, not the 4.15 million sold. Just yeah. how many are in the subways when you're there? A lot. <laughs> all right. Uh Final Fantasy 1 and 2, do you want to play those again? No. Oh. no. Well, too bad. They're out on the iPhone now. <laughs> And even worse is they're overpriced on the Eight ninety nine a piece US six ni- six pounds ninety nine whatever they have for cents. Uh, cents? No wait wait six pence. euros and ninety nine whatever sub euros there are and then cents and pence. No 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 in euros I don't know in euros I don't know what it is and then uh, five Isn't quid and forty nine thruppences for the the European. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> Lee is going to kill you. They have thruppence. That's three oh, pence. I you said throw up no, I said no. thruppence and then tuppence and there's tuppence. Yeah, there is thruppence as well. Oh, this hurts me. And you got you got you know twenty eight quid do a, a blah blah and poo boo. I don't know. <laughs> Their money your system. Peace and there's there's crowns and sovereigns and quids and pence and hay pennies. I can't. I tried to learn their system. Ha pennies. I couldn't. I couldn't. I could not learn their system. So it's this is. So the point pennies. is, in the UK, it will be five pounds forty nine, whatever they have as sub pounds pence. Pence. I'm being told pence. So five pound forty nine p, even though they use a librum for the symbol for a pound, which I don't understand. Um, six euros ninety nine sub euros <laughs> for the for the, the EU price, eight ninety nine US, and that's. Probably eight dollars too much. Maybe seven dollars too much. What would you pay? What would you pay? What would would you, pay? Nobody, nobody, no, you wouldn't pay anything, would you, Mike? No, I'm just, <laughs> how many freaking copies of this game do I need? <laughs> you know what we need more copies of? Level five games. Okay, and yeah, thank, I agree with that. Yes, and so it's a good thing that they are planning an American and European subsidi- subsidiary. So instead of having to wait for people to publish their games for them, um, it sounds like they are going to look into. Uh, it looks like they are going. They are actually planning a U.S. subsidiary and a U.K. subsidiary sometime later. U.K. sometime later the year. U.S. in the summer. So they are software sales companies, which would mean that that would be for the express purpose of publishing their games here, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, we would sure hope so. 
Yeah, so Apparently maybe all the ones that don't get picked up. Maybe we can get Nino Kuni. Oh, I, yeah. That game looks better than Dragon Quest. That is like the best game ever, from what I've played on the DS. <laughs> we should so get that game. All right, so get that game. Oh, that. All right, Alpha Protocol got a date. Let's see if they hold to this one. Um, June first, twenty ten. PC, Xbox three hundred and sixty, PS three. Um, look forward to that. If you've forgotten what it is, just Google it. There's a lot of coverage because it's been talked about for forever. <laughs> this was announced 2005. Yeah, no, no, it was, uh, it was announced at, uh, this was the E3 Michael and I went by ourselves. So 2007? I think so. 2007, yeah. I think. Yeah. Because yeah, we went into Sega's Funny, booth. I thought that it was announced the year that I went, which was 2006. You, you, oh, I didn't think you went in 2006. I went 2003, 2006, 2009. Every three years. Wow. Yep. It's her own Olympics. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Just one year short. The, the Olympics. And surviving E3 has always been a friggin' Olympic. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, surviving bad games is something we make Adrian Denauden do. Um, first yeah. one, <laughs> the first one yeah. that he had to play this, game, this time was uh, Last Rebellion. Gave it a one and a half out of five. Go look up for his review, and you can see why he thought it has a unique and interesting combat system, awful writing, awful translation, awful storytelling, looks like a PS2 game, cutscenes that are nothing but static images, terrible voice acting, and a challenge that starts out challenging but quickly becomes excessively easy. And if that is enough to, to make you hate gaming in general, Mike Menke says you can go get Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief, which is also a one and a half out of five. I like how these games have something that keeps them from being a one, both of them. I don't know how. Just afraid of a just one. A, just afraid of a one. No, I don't think so. Mike says the battles are kind of fun. <laughs> so I guess that's the point five. But the plot is jerky and jumbled, severely limited number of skills in combat, and short, but it still feels padded with filler. Wow. That's a 20-hour game, he says. So there you go. Oh, and so is Last Rebellion. Woohoo! Hitmaker made hit Last Rebellion, and the joke around here is that Hitmaker, have they ever made a hit? No. Play I thought they made never one. Forgotten. Never be forgotten, and everything else is tarnished <laughs> because it. of it. <laughs> Don't go to hitmaker.com. That's for a new music revolution. Let's see. Um, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone, I'm angry. Uh, and sad news this week, uh, Kitase gives us some uh, some really depressingly negative comments about the possibilities of a Final Fantasy VII remake. It's just no, a cap stop off asking. Only depressing if you want it. If it were possible that we had all the right facilities and the right environment to be able to make and prepare a Final Fantasy VII remake within a year, we'd very much like to g- a go at it. But um, let's see. But, we can't but even Final Fantasy XIII has taken over three and a half years to create. If we were to recreate Final Fantasy VII with the same level of graphical detail as you see in Final Fantasy XIII, we'd imagine that this would take as much as three or four times longer than the three and a half years it has taken to put this Final Fantasy together. So it's looking pretty unrealistic to happen. So my question is, don't. <laughs> don't use the same level of graphical detail as Final Fantasy XIII, Okay. Go somewhere yeah. in the middle. <laughs> How about the PSP Crisis Core engine? That yeah, was nice. use that. That was nice. <laughs> so basically, they're saying that somehow asset creation in the PS1 days was possible, but now nowadays, no, now it's no, too we can't hard. do it. It's not. It's not possible at all. Can't like, do it. Okay. It's hard. I guess. 
I mean, I guess that's because in the PS1 days, there were a lot of flat polygons that had no textures that needed to be designed, and you could, you could take a lot of shortcuts. Yes. And now you'd need to, like, make all this art and, like, crap sitting outside buildings, and you need to design a trash can on the corner and stuff. I guess. I guess. I guess. Whatever makes you sleep at night. Is it? That's not a bad idea, but I think the complaint would be that they were cheating or half-assing it. Okay. I would rather they would just get it over with. Oh, Physic in the chat room suggests they upscale Final Fantasy VII to 1080p with four times anti-aliasing <laughs> and redo the cutscenes. Just call it good. <laughs> just make it a PSN download then. Yeah. Could there you, you uh, fix the translation while you're at it? Oh, thanks, good. Sony. Yeah, fix the trans. Honestly, that's all I want is a Final Fantasy VII with a readable script. I know. That's all <laughs> I want. To. You don't want like, this guy are sick. This guy are sick. This guy are sick. <laughs> I'd actually be kind of sad if they replaced that. You would. All right. It's like um, when every time they redo like Final Fantasy four. People ask, are and they going to change the Spoonie that Bard line? Make something yeah. other than you, Spoonie Bard. It's like that is the only that line is gospel. They cannot change that. Yeah, that line is, but that line's different. That line's, well, it, and it's nervous. you know Kafka with son of a submariner, you know stuff like that. Well, yeah, but that that that's playing of son of a submariner. That's, that's not just a bad grammar mistake. Like is this guy are sick? Yeah. What you do is you do like they did in twelve. And you have a cutscene where it opens up and they start actually having the characters who aren't part of the main conversation in the background reading off the end mission text from a Final Fantasy Tactics mission. So, I got a good feeling and stuff like that. Actually, in the I thought voice it was acting. I had a good feeling. Well, I had a good feeling, I had a feel- yeah. I had a good feeling. I had a good feeling. That way, I got a good that way they've got the reference in there for people who, who catch it and <laughs> they can still have the, the normal plot being exposed like normal. That's one of my favorite scenes from 12. Or that is probably my favorite scene from 12, when they start referencing that text. Do they actually well, they say I had a good feeling Yes, yes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, That's it's the cutscene coming out of the tribal place where you had to hunt something, and you're going to the next place. There's a cutscene, and, and Van and Penelo and whatever, and Varsa, Larsa are all saying lines from one of the... the when you go and collect people after a mission in Final Fantasy Tactics, and you that get that whole thing. That is awesome. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, you should find that cutscene. It's awesome. It's just uh, sick. <laughs> I mean, that they would do that. That, that was just, that's that awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, that was fantastic. I'm going to have to play Final Fantasy XII. <laughs> I was supposed to play it this month. That had a wonderful localization. That is probably like an example of oh, how 12? to localize yeah. a game. Yeah. Or, or War of the Lions also. Yeah, War of the uh, Lions. Well, 12, really no. good. It's in my like top ten list of the century. Hmm. Fair enough. For a decade. Whoops. I didn't think remakes were allowed. All right. Well, in in next decade, we may in the next decade we may have some games for the next DS in our top ten lists, and uh, it sounds like the next DS, according to a patent Nintendo just filed, may have built-in rumble. So apparently they filed. um, Actually, I got a better article here from let's see, BrokeMyController.com, which I just love the name of that site. Uh, a game apparatus includes an LCD, and a touch panel is placed on a top surface of the LCD. A player instructs an enemy character displayed on the LCD by the use of a stick to attach to attack the enemy character. So this is a description from the patent. For example, it is in a case that the enemy character exists at a depth of a at a depth of a game screen. That little damage is applied to the enemy character, and a weak vibration is applied to the game apparatus. Conversely, in a case that the enemy character exists or at 
at a front of the game screen, much damage is applied to the character, and a strong vibration is applied to the game apparatus. So basically, it's going to be um, varying feedback depending on what you do, and the whole unit would shake. So it sounds like the next DS will have rumble, if this is to be believed. It's kind of weird. Sometimes you file for these patents and never use them, so that's the thing. So they, I mean, they obviously thought about it, but who knows if they're going to actually go through with it. So right. I, I think it makes sense if you're going to make a follow-up to have that. All right, uh, final, more Japanese stuff. Karoro RPG. This is the Sergeant Frog role-playing game, uh, a show that I like a lot. Um, I need to catch up on it, though. Uh, that's going to be coming over here. Uh, Karoro is the uh, K-E-R-O-R-O. It's kind of a play off the Japanese word for frog, and it will is a that's the Japanese name of the, of the series. Um, I assume it'll be called Sergeant Frog RPG over here or something like that. It got reviewed by Famitsu. Got 31 points, so it's basically it's Tales of Kororo. So <laughs> the reviewer is trying to say that it's like a Tales game, but with Sergeant Frog characters instead of um, Tales characters. So that pretty much rules it out for this podcast liking it. Um, <laughs> they took the charm of the anime series and built the Tales system around it, creating a very orthodox but still well-made game. The battles are a little tough, but the combos are fun enough that you don't mind trying as often as it takes. It's also nice how you can change the difficulty level at any time. Um, they also go on to say, the menu controls are a little d- annoying and the field map seems a tad unfinished. The battles are so well done that it's a shame the story is so obviously a series of fetch quests. Ouch. That's too bad, but I guess... That's what you should expect from a you know kids anime being translated to a role playing game on the DS. Ah, speaking of a more adult role playing game, uh, those of us who finished Mass Effect Two and have been wondering what's up with the lack of new DLC, well, it sounds like something's coming. The Mass Effect Two page mentions the Firewalker Pack that'll be coming in late March, free to all people who have that Cerberus Network token that they got with their game. So it will let, uh, if you've got the service network downloadable content, you'll be able to download this and get basically the replacement for the Mako. You've been waiting for that, Michael? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, this time, (laughs) all right. It's like I was perfectly fine for it not being there. I don't know why now we're something. Yeah, you're right. I don't know if I'm even going to bother to play this. But the the idea is that it's a heavy assault vehicle that hovers over the battlefield up to 120 kilometers per hour and features a guided missile system, ensuring accuracy even during aggressive maneuvering. So it's going to be a floaty space shooter, I guess. (laughs) So I guess. Mm hmm. Uh, And that's pretty much it. So that's that's it for that. Uh, more Bioware news, Dragon Age. There's a deal. A deal. And the caller will be happy to know. We're talking about Dragon Age Awakening, which is the upcoming expansion coming out on March... He knows you, you added the story after he... March 16th. <laughs> yeah, right. It's coming on March 16th. And basically, if you pre-order from uh, Bio, our EA store, yeah, from the EA store, they will give you... If you pre-order the expansion, you get 40% off on Origins. So basically, it costs about seventy bucks to get the the expansion and the original game. So huh. there you go. Go pick that up if you've been waiting. Otherwise, uh, March sixteenth, kind of a busy day here for other reasons that are not <laughs> Dragon Age related. Uh, all right, <laughs> that's Final Fantasy's release date for people who aren't counting, which we haven't mentioned Wait, recently. What? I suppose. 16th? Yeah, I don't. It's yeah. The ninth. It's the ninth. Well, they move it up. Yes. It's been the ninth since the stupid. I remember the sixteenth. Well, you're wrong. Yeah. Okay. 
So we'll be busy because we're still playing Final Fantasy 13. Or Michael's on his fourth playroom playthrough at that yeah, point. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. And then All we right. had a big feature I'd like to plug, RPGs of the Decades. It's up on the site. I don't know that we should go through it because it's just fa- flame bait, right? There's a big thread where you can defend it. There's 160 it. replies. Sounds like flame bait to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the the suffice it to say, our RPG of the decade overall, which was calculated through some interesting combination of science and editorializing, I assume. Um, I don't know all the strategy that went behind it. I'm sure there's no way it's you know factually accurate. But based on the responses from our staff, it was Shin Megami Tensei Persona Three. So good job, Persona Three, for winning RPG of the decade. Bum, bum, bum. Of course, only the Fest edition. No, okay. Whatever. <laughs> well, that's the whole edition. I mean, before that, it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, Persona 3 probably shouldn't win that, should it? Uh, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Go debate Shh. about it in the thread. I'm sure that'll be one of the 160 posts. All right, uh, that's it for news. So, oh boy. Why don't we talk about our picks? Uh, Michael, what do you got for us this week? No, I'm a bad pick because, gee, let me think. I played Ion and I played Sakura Wars, so I've already talked about both. <laughs> so you have no picks. Nothing new. You didn't I'm play just... anything on your iPhone or anything anywhere? Oh, lots of words with friends. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> that's that's litting up. Like <laughs> I have like five games going now. Are yeah. you playing with Sonia? No. Did she? Apparently she picked up where with friends. It was on it, her. It's, it's like viral now because I, I started playing with my coworker. And he's like, yeah, I started playing with you at lunch. And then, like, I was at Hooters. And like, the girls I always hang out with are like, yeah, let's play Word of the Friends. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, the official Scrabble <laughs> game is really losing an opportunity here by not having a free version. Because that's how Words with Friends is getting all the success. It's like everyone's like, oh, free. I'll pick that up. I'll try it. And then they right. get addicted. And I'll try it. And then people buy it because, hey, well, I'm playing it enough. I might as well. Yep. You know, give you your three bucks or whatever. I mean, Even though I'm, the I'm Scrabble version, point. the Scrabble app itself has like more features, and yet this one is just the one that's on fire. It's very interesting. I also it's think great. people like that uh, it's a higher scoring game. Yeah, I, I don't like the board layout as much, but oh well. Okay. Fair enough. It's your move, by the way. You should go. Uh, <laughs> um, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't play any new RPGs this week after. Fin- well, I finished Mass Effect two. So Hooray, that, that let's was a give big a thing. round of applause Yay. for finishing the game. Woo-hoo! But unfortunately, I have no picks because I didn't start anything new to, to recommend. I'm basically waiting for the Olympics right, wait, to end. No, 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 no. So, is it a five? Mass Effect? Yes. On our pick. scale? Yes. Huh. See, I already rescinded that I didn't think it was a five after finishing it, so. Hmm. That was a really strong ending. Yeah, it's a great oh game, God. great storytelling, good combat system. That, that the, flaw, the flaws are in the mining and not having kind of an inventory system. Those aren't big flaws. Those are kind of small flaws. The inventory I got used to. It was something I still wish I had, but I didn't cry over it too much. No, not really, yeah, because it saved you some time. Um, yeah. I don't like the way that the... Um, I can't. How do I say it right? The way the ending sequence is structured, the outcome you may want to have from it and how to get there is very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's really the only flaw I have with the game. 
Um, John Davison was really complaining that the the end plot elements of the game kind of made the game feel pointless, and I don't agree with that at all. Uh, John Davison. Wait, he thought what? He he thought that the whole end thing that you, you know the whole motivation of the bad guys was like, oh, who cares about this? They could have ju- just kept doing this, and I could have gone on with my merry way. Yeah, I read that, and I'm like, are you crazy? Oh, uh, he, because... he didn't. I don't think he wrote it, but it was on a podcast. I told you about it. Um, but <laughs> right. Well, whoever wrote it, they're crazy. Yeah, because I, I think he's you can't wrong. Just let this happen. So I mean, so I don't have those complaints, and you know oh, what? I, I I think really to say that it's a solid five, I need to try it at a higher difficulty level to see if the combat strategy actually starts to matter. Because the combat oh, system strategy pretty... really didn't matter very much. It didn't matter who really? you took. It didn't matter which abilities you took. You just oh, shot people yeah. in the head, and I, I that agree. should matter. I do agree that uh, the um, what am I trying to say? I here? hear that that stuff matters immediately once you go to higher than normal. I don't think so. I was doing hardcore and it wasn't that bad. Really? Okay. But I, I did. You like know what's funny? On insanity, apparently everybody has a barrier and armor, and there's no there's nobody who's just health. <laughs> they make the whole game take forever. It's kind of lame. Yeah. But I think for the most part, I was thinking that it didn't bother me that much because of the simple fact of... I, I lost my train of thought. Oh, well. Go back to what you were saying, and I'll try again. Um, well, it, it's so hard to, you know, be not... Oh, a... right. The different weapons. I like that they made you not... I can't just use a pistol through the whole game. All right? I'm going to run yeah. out of ammo. I have to try to use something else. There are times when maybe that, you know, machine gun might be a better plan, you know, and it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, I understand what they tried to do with the ammo because then you can't just snipe everything, you know, but it, it just wasn't all there. I, I think, um, I think the, the losing my ability of, well, if I pick this guy with tech, then I get more stuff or, you know, that was gone. And that I missed. Basically, my party didn't matter. Like, you know, for the ending, you might have to pick certain people. And I was like, oh, is that going to make it harder? And I thought, no, not really. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like, don't worry about it. Yep. Um, Yeah, I don't do enough reviews for it to be very easy for me to have thought of what makes a five game. Have you ever um, written a review? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. You go figure it out. I've told you about it before. <laughs> Brian Ethelred actually liked my review. Figure that one out. I can't figure. Really? That out. Wow. <laughs> wow, I really could be. You're gonna have to go check out what the heck you wrote. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking. So Mike, I'm thinking it's a five. Uh, I think most people are figuring this is probably gonna end up winning Game of the Year already, and it came out in January. Mm-hmm. I know. I just will see how many people remember it when it comes around to holidays. It's hard. It's hard to think of flaws on this. It has the wide appeal that it should. It had a, the epic story. It's RPG and shooty thingy. Um, but there's the reason. The only hesitation I have to giving it the five is just how many things I'd like them to change or tweak for the next one. But I don't think that that should prevent a game from getting a five, should it? No, because yeah. you're talking about a next potential time. sequel might be better isn't a good reason to not yeah. be a five. And see, that's the thing. You know, I've never had to deal with that in terms of ranking a score on something. So, all right. 
Uh, yeah. So at this point, I'll agree with you because the only other game I reviewed was a four and a half, and I think this has things better together than that. So wow, so your average right now would be four point seven five. Yes, That's a good average. Yeah, it's a good average. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fanboy. Apparently, I review only stuff I really love. Yep. <laughs> That's not uncommon, though. I mean, we have a fair amount of staffers that they've only done like two or three reviews, and their average is thus like four and higher. Just yeah. because, unless you're a reviewer, so you're not playing games to finish to review that suck. White Knight Chronicles. <laughs> yeah, hurry up and. Uh, <laughs> Are you actually going to write a review for that? No. But we already have a review up. <laughs> no, I just but you know. should. No. I, mean, no I, I, I reviewed it on the podcast <laughs> like over okay. two or three weeks. It's like, I don't want to go back into that world. <laughs> and plus, I need to play the online, and no one wants to play it with me. So, yeah, that requires um, Did Adrian play the online before he reviewed it? I thought it? Maxim wrote it. Yeah, yeah, my bad. I, I, as soon as I said Adrian, I'm like, no way. He, wait, he played it. I mean, he, he did some online stuff. He just didn't do it with like friends he knew in person, I think. And that's what I want to do. Because I've tried the friend stranger stuff. I see how it can work and how it can fail, but I want to try it with friends. That, that's the one thing I'm waiting on before I like sell this thing. Um, Hurry, Guzex. Well, yeah, but I mean, I want to try it with friends, and if it's fun, then I can hold on to it for a while. So, yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, Phil, what'd you p- picks or anti picks this week? Well, my pick of the week, since it's really the only game I've been playing, is Castlevania Symphony of the Night, <laughs> which I'm still not 100% convinced it's an RPG, but since we cover it, I'll go ahead and use it. <laughs> it works for my purposes. I've been playing it for uh, to prepare for our upcoming um, podcast of um, RPG Backtrack uh, and whatnot, and it, it's, it's a really well-designed dungeon. Uh, running back and forth. I'm not 100% convinced that um, that the whole Metrovania setup is um, is a huge improvement over the previous games just yet. Because it feels like I'm just running back and forth a lot. Like, I'll get a new key or I'll get a new skill that would let me pass some barriers, like what happens in Metroid. But because my memory isn't so great, I end up running rerunning it the entire dungeon through to find out where I can use that new key or new ability to get through, and that gets a little bit tedious. After a little bit, but once I do discover it, it's really cool because now I can go into. <laughs> I didn't want to say yeah. anything. I heard that. Hey, be too. quiet, your poodle. Nice titties. <laughs> oh. Um. So. Thanks for derailing him, Anna. Just totally derailed him. Now he's like, no oh. thanks a lot. Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> We're yeah. hearing about one of the best games of like all time that should have been on. Oh wait, that didn't come yeah. out the last decade. So yeah, something that should <laughs> down. <laughs> Anywho, but it, it is, you know, once once I get into the new areas, though, it's it's pretty cool, and I'm having a good time with it. So, mm, I, I'm kind of wondering, with all this, invent, you know, there's some inventory management and there's statistics, how much of those really have an impact? I really haven't had much reason to go into my inventory screen a whole lot and picking up things like uh, resist lightning potions or decursing uh, type uh, scrolls and whatnot, and I really haven't run into yet a, as of yet a real need to actually manage those i feel you know so it feels more like a traditional castlevania game to me you know without the rpg elements aren't really playing a big part for me just yet but maybe that that kind of kicks in as you get further in so well i mean you have levels and you have to collect stuff right 
that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, the levels, like, I'll get, I'll gain, you know, a few levels, and I'll get a couple of extra hit points. But the major hit point increases uh, come from when you find uh, particular items. Like, if I gain a level, I might get my max hit points will go up one or two. Mm -hmm. But if I find the secret little heart that's in a corner, it goes up by 10 or 15 or 20. And it's like, okay, <laughs> the RPG elements here are kind of minimized, it seems yeah. like. But maybe that's because it's the first yeah, it's the foray. It's, it's, it's yeah. a Metroidvania. And I, mean, I mean, that's just Yeah, it was also one of the first sort of hybrid RPGs that really came out. Yeah, so maybe... That well, there were that many games yeah. that had RPG elements that weren't yeah. strictly RPGs. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's the first, you know, it's the first entry into it. I'm trying to approach it from the mindset of someone who's just playing this, you know, this, this type of game from the first time, you know, trying to put my mind back in 1990. When did it come out? 1997 or something like that? And you need to play a lot of Princes. We're going to party like it's 1999. You need, <laughs> what else do you need? Um, I don't even know. 97. You need mm -hmm. Final Fantasy Seven, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I love the I love the graphics and the music that still holds up uh, very well with the age, especially when it's shrunk down to the 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 PSP screen. So that that works very very well. So that's what I'm doing. All right, fair enough. And Anna, finally, what's your pick? Um, is it a Nana Emo bar or whatever that I found? <laughs> They're called Nanaimo bars. Nanaimo bars. These these yeah, awesome no chocolatey bars. Yeah, I have these in yeah. the states. I saw these on the Today Show the other day, and they look fantastic. Apparently, they're Vancouver area specialty. So I was like, oh. Well, they're available all over Canada. Okay. Just Apparently, to it was on their list of stuff that don't leave with Vancouver without getting. Yeah, it's just it's a, a chocolate and filling delicatess. Uh, like, I don't know. It's just Delicacy. really good. <laughs> So how do people how, how spell do you, that? How do you describe Nanaimo bars? Well, N-A-N-I-A-M-O. Nanaimo. A-I-M-O? N-A... Hang on. Nanaimo. N-A-N-A-I-M-O. N-A-N-A-I-M-O. Nanaimo. Nanaimo. You're going to bring me some next time you That's what I'm saying. I told Chris that, like... See, they're so popular here, you can buy, like you know, boxes that are like ready-made Nanaimo mixes and stuff oh. where it's like just add chocolate I want and that. it has everything else. I want that a there. lot. So, that's probably because I'm on a diet. So I see those I, and I it's like Chris. that's the epitome of oh, I desire. need the happiness now because yeah. my diet is crushing my soul. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad because it's true. You know, I told Chris that I can always bring him, like, a box of mixed no, You will, or, or we will not let you stay in the hotel. <laughs> oh, this, is your, this is your entry fee now. Can you actually get those through custom? Can you get baked goods through customs or not? I don't know if, if I can get, package, like, you can get prepared anything baked goods. That's like, what I mean, prepared. Maybe. Like, like it's like I was you saying You can bring food day, on like, the plane. If you walk into a bakery... Yeah. You can get I, Nanaimo bars. That's, can, that's not a problem. My but only don't they sell them like in the store in a sealed box? Yeah. Well, yeah, you then the you're bake, fine. You well, I, I just the only weird thing is customs, so I don't know how baked goods work across countries. But um, it can't be on I've the never, list of restricted thingamajiggers. Yeah. But <laughs> no chocolate. Searched, <laughs> they've never no, 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 no. It's things like meat, endangered animals. I would think putting uh, uh, in your carry-on would work. Honestly, yeah, yeah. They don't check my only carry -on. concern is that they melt pretty easy. Oh, well, if they're in a box, it's, it's soft chocolate, it's right. soft filling. Yeah, 
And I'll eat it if it's melted. Yeah, it I really won't you. stop me. <laughs> He's like, ah! I will drink it if I need to. Wow, <laughs> uh, your diet's killing you. Huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, had, I had a day off from my diet yesterday. It was so good. I said, screw What'd it. I'm having a day. I went to Culver's and had butter burgers. Or a butter burger. <laughs> it's a Wisconsin thing. It's it's a bun with butter on the. It's toasted, a little bit of butter. These wonderful burgers. Oh, Culver's burgers are great for fast food. You know. Oh, because they prepare it to order, and it's great. Um, it's not as good as some of the burger places we went to. I think Kid Valley's better, Michael. In case you're wondering, but this is this really? is like this is as close as we get to for a good burger chain. So ah, okay. I'm sorry. It, no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not even as good as Kid Valley. It's like oh, well, okay. So well, Kid Valley's great. really good. So it is. Yeah, and the Smash Burger place in Omaha is better. But this is like this is a Wisconsin staple. This is like yeah. Once I. Why did I have a really good burger this week? Yeah. Uh, anyway, but sorry. Instead of fantasizing about burgers, uh, the other thing I got was <laughs> I think Chris yeah. is a, I had a free. You asked now. me what I what I ate, and the other thing was a free pizza. Papa John's owed me for taking a bazillion years to get me my pizza during the Super Bowl. So, oh, very nice. They, they just called up one day and said, "We're sorry we took so long." I'm like, "Well, you took exactly as you said on the website you'd take." Well, whatever. We're giving everyone a free pizza who ordered that night. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, anyway, um, nobody cares about this. So, who's next? Um, Anna, um, I was asking you what you're doing. I still haven't actually gotten doing. to talk about yeah. games. I've just talked about chocolate. I'm sorry, I had to get um, the show back on track here by I have a pick pizza. and an avoid, basically. Uh-huh. And I would say avoid Glory of Heracles, despite the fact that I am now, like, 16 hours into it. It's running... I'm running into the same problems with Glory of Heracles that I started to run into very quickly. Don't with... we have a review up of that? Yes. And wasn't it favorable? A oh, three out of five. Oh. No. It's a bronze medal winner, not a it gold. Average. His tagline is not a gold medal winner, which. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. See, well, here's the thing is, I'm running into the same problem I did with uh, Adventures to Go, where I thought I was going to be at the end of the game, and it just keeps frigging going. <laughs> he won't die. Never so, die. you know, I thought I was in like the last two hours and wrapping up. Yeah. And uh yeah, no. I wish. So now I'm going to keep going so that I can review it and give it the score it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. It's, it's out of spite now. I will punish. <laughs> No, it's not out of spite. It's just no. You know, that that I sounds said, like a, a, the score it deserves is out of spite. I'm sorry. That is, so that is spite. <laughs> it is not anywhere near as good as I thought it was going to be, that and is I unfortunate. find that terribly. And I will crush it for being so. Well, no, it's not that I want to crush it for being so. Oh, yes, you do. Just come on, yes, play into just it for on. once. It's the end of the show. We got to end on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> just play with it for us. <laughs> on a high note. Oh. Phil, do you have some good deals at least to take this rotten taste of our mouths? Yeah, we have some. Hey! What? <laughs> I said I have a pick and an avoid. Oh, okay. Oh. I thought that was the avoid. What's your pick? Or your Strong avoid? Strong cool oh. game for attractive people. What? That's your avoid? No, that's my oh. pick. Okay. Oh, right. Cause I said avoid here. Glory of Heracles. Right, right. Sorry. Strong, yeah, so adventure game for the win, right? Yes. And uh, there's a demo of that I, first one, so people can go try no, this. No, there's a demo of the fifth one. Well, I played a demo of the first one somehow. You did you play eight bit is not enough? 
Yeah, I played a demo when it first came out. When it first came out. The third episode wasn't out yet. So Okay. They must have removed it. When yeah. When Trogdor Day came out, you could get a free copy of Eight Bit is not enough, which is the fifth episode. I yeah, I'll, I'll but, check Oh on man, this. I played Danger Esque three, which is the fourth episode. Yeah. Funniest ever. I just died laughing the entire time. Because it's Strongman and his friends making a really crummy home made video of like a very MacGyver video of a very MacGyver movie. Awesome. Yeah. It's uh it's hilarious. Oh my I don't gosh. Get into details because it's what very Spoilerific. But yeah, fantastic. You have until tomorrow to get the whole season for nine ninety five. Yes. That was the other reason I wanted to bring it up. Wow. So another Saturday podcast. Today only yeah. Saturday you can get it for ten bucks. Oh. So go buy it, because it's freaking awesome. That's pretty good. Let's see, what else can you get? Merchandise. I am very anxiously awaiting Sam and Max. They are selling so much. Strong bad crap on this store. Yep. <laughs> they've got the game. They got the season. They've got um, like two different ways of. Buy- okay, they've got the game on DVD. They've got a Trogdor poster. They've got figurine bundles. They've got the cool. They've got like fifty of his emails plus a soundtrack CD. They've got more of his emails. They've got just the Strong Bad singing CD. They got more emails. So- more emails. More emails. <laughs> and- a t-shirt, more figures, and even more fig... What the heck? I'm done. Um, yeah, I started playing It's Not Enough, which is the third and final game, of, or fifth and final episode of the series. Yeah. And uh, it actually starts... It carries on directly from the end of Dangerous, where he's jumping off the couch. And he jumps off the couch into his strong bad machine and shorts out the logic board and the machine gets up and runs away. Ah. Okay. So the Trogdor machine has become Trogdor. Ah, it's become sentient? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> In fact, I walked up to it to attempt to open its cabinet, and it punched me. <laughs> nice. Because, of course, the cabinet is on the same side as the arm. Uh-huh. Yes. Smack. So I'm going to throw Homestar at it, and hopefully Homestar, you know, can we'll get see. beat up for a while. Yeah. Will I get into the cabinet? I love this game. Best reason to do it right now, just to watch Homestar get beat up. <laughs> see that see that you're playing a strong bed, Mike. You don't have to like Homestar. Also, uh, Jumison would like to remind you that Percy, uh, as bad as Percy Jackson is, it is better than Heroes of Mana, which is a one. Ouch. That's not hard. I I don't I don't disagree with that. Well, well you guys can discuss it. You know, later. I don't know that I yeah a one. No, there is a playable game in Heroes of Mana. Now, sometimes the game didn't want you to play it, but when when you actually got your people to walk in the correct direction on the screen, um, you could finish. <laughs> they could walk in the correct direction. <laughs> well, it was an issue. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the pathing in that game is awful. Really, really bad. Yeah. Let me let me say, have you seen any <laughs> real time strategy takes on RPGs from Square since? Those first no. two? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Probably not going to. No. All right. Let's wrap up the show. 
<laughs> well, speaking, well, no, wait, speaking, Phil, deals, please. Speaking of, of RPG takes on real-time strategies or very vice versa, our first deal of the day is on um, Steam, and it's Spellforce 2, the gold edition. You can get that for $7.50. It's a combination of... Spellforce uh, 2, real- is that any good? It, it's um, good. It's not super great. Spellforce Gold is Spellforce 1 in the expansion, isn't it? Oh, okay. Uh, let's see here. It says it's, yeah, Spellforce 2 and Shadow Wars and the add-on Spellforce 2 Dragonstorm. So it's Spellforce 2 gold. Interesting. Gamersgate is having a sale on Spellforce 1 this weekend. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. How much is Spellforce 1's gold edition? Uh, cheap. Like six bucks. All right, so you can have a Spellforce weekend. I've never heard of this game series, so. Mm. (laughs) It's it's something that we intend to cover, just haven't gotten around to it yet. Always. Is this like one of these Might and Magic of... style games or something else? No. I don't know a ton about it. I just know that it's something we are going to be covering eventually, and Ian likes it. Well, thanks for that info. That helps me. It's a and... real-time strategy and RPG game. So yeah. it's like Might and Magic except real-time or something. I don't know. I give up. It's Whatever. like Might and Magic except real-time. Well, that's it's a turn-based like... game, so I don't it... know. Kind of like Diablo, where you're playing the uh, necromancer dude that can raise up a whole big army and stuff, and yeah, and you build buildings to do that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just like that. Just like that. Sure. All right. That was exciting. <laughs> Anything was else? Exciting. Any other deals? Absolutely. Um, we have <laughs> um, absolutely <laughs> positively. <laughs> we have um, Star Trek Online. Already ten dollars off. I bet you didn't see that one coming. Forty bucks on Steam. Surprised it only went. No, screw that. You you got ten. You want to play a game? Don't play that. Go Arkham Asylum is twelve forty nine on Games for Windows Live this weekend. I know it's not an RPG, but it's a better investment of your time. (laughs) It's the PC version. Um, Yeah, I was gonna say, but it's a PC version. I know you don't get the Joker content. Oh no, but it's only twelve and a half dollars. I'm not worried about the Joker content. I just want the three sixty version. No, you want the PS3 version. Why? Because it has the Joker stuff. I don't care. Why? It doesn't excite me. I don't know why anybody. You want achievements, I... don't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm gonna because there was this kind of you know. Well, guess what? On the on the Windows version, you get achievements that count in um, your gamer store. Well, even what? You it's game for Windows Live, so it's achievement enabled. Oh. And they count in your gamer score, so only twelve and a half dollars, and you can hook up an Xbox three hundred and sixty controller. I just keep hoping that this will, um, you know, somehow have to be resigned as research, and then I can just play it at work, and I'll be okay with that. Okay. I was going to say, well, you should be able to get it cheap working at Warner. They just bought the studio that made it. No, 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 no. Let's make this very clear with our wording. What? We now own majority share. We do not own the studio. Oh, Okay. That's a very, very... All the headlines said you bought the studio. So. Yes, and then, and then people are like, well, yeah, except, you know, what we really did is we, we get some of their profits. And well, we get you published it anyway, so it should still be cheap. <laughs> you should yeah. still have an easy way to get it there. <laughs> I just need to go through the Time Warner store, I think. Yeah. <laughs> this is Michael. He'll spend a month not getting something because, well, I needed to walk down the hall... And you know, no, I have to go on the so site, far away. <laughs> and you know, figure out how the discounts work. And, and I have to wait for it to There's be like made. a page, uh-huh. I have to read it. 
it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't have handle this. You know. <laughs> I have to make a login. This it's is so terrible. sleeping. <laughs> But All wait, right, my friends, there's more. There better be more. <laughs> there's more. <laughs> kind of piggybacking on some of the um, conversations we've been having today, uh, Next, uh, the, the, the final trio of discounts come from GoGamer.com, and each one is something we've already discussed today. Yakuza 3 for the PlayStation 3 is on sale for 12% off. That puts it at about 52.90. Well, that's good because yeah. it's missing content. So There you go. <laughs> they need to discount it. Mass Effect 2 for the Xbox 360 is 25% off, putting it at $44.90. And the best game of them all, Last Rebellion for the PS3, no. is, is now $49. <laughs> so grab um, the good I think ones. And... There's one more deal you haven't mentioned. Which one might that be? Mountain Blade for 5 bucks on Impulse this weekend. Oh, there you go. Heard that there you go. Seventh like I actually, I, I actually did see that um, earlier this week, but when I was trying to pull up the sites this morning, it was giving me errors, so I didn't get to see any of the impulse thingies. Yeah, this morning. they they blew it out on Thursday morning because they're they're all like, "Yay, Impulse TV, Impulse TV, Mountain Blade five bucks, yay, Impulse TV." Graybrick says <laughs> it was five bucks on Steam last week, so it's rotating apparently. Was it? Okay, that's what he know. said. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, 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 stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that anything else? No. Because I, I mean, last week I spent like over hundred bucks, so I'm I'm waiting for something I should buy this week, but it's just not happening. Well, what about Last Rebellion? You know you want it. You go out and buy three copies at that price. Like it's he wants ne- a hole in his head. It's Nippon Ichi. I don't have to buy their games. <laughs> I just say, no, can I have a game? She's like, sure, where's your address? Right here. Okay, thanks. Mm. Oh, yeah, two weekends ago, it was Phil's deal. (laughs) Mountain Blade, $5 on Steam. I thought it sounded familiar. (laughs) Wait, did we just cover this? Oh, it's on someone else. I don't buy stuff on Steam, so I don't pay attention to what's on sale there. That's much more important to me what's on sale. No, it's fine. Tell them. Tell them what they could have won if they paid on Steam. Oh, never mind. It's two weeks later. <laughs> oh, I I did I did play something last week. I won a StarCraft two game with Phil's what? help. Phil was Lies. yelling at me over the Skype. Well, you weren't playing two, with anybody. Korean, it was were a two v two match, and one oh. of our opponents resigned from the game early, so we gamed <laughs> up and beat the other person. <laughs> so it's like, wait, we're gonna own now. It was still, that, it was still, we were still worried I was gonna lose, but yeah, it was actually touch to and go die. there for a while. That yeah. one guy was putting up quite a fight. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't playing any games, and uh, no. I because at first I was about to say, "Look, Chris, you, you're finally gonna win." There's only one guy left, and then the one guy started kicking both of their behinds, yeah. and we're like, "Uh oh." Well, you'll notice I didn't get excited. I said, "No, you don't understand." <laughs> you don't understand. I'm going to I find really a way to lose. <laughs> so, but we That's did prove that Chris, yeah. Chris can win under certain circumstances as long as I'm yelling and people are quitting, it's and somebody else is playing with me. Yeah, yeah, somebody else is playing. <laughs> Chris, so, the people in the chat room are having problems finding Strong Bad for ten dollars. I just saw it. Go to the page for Strong Bad. Mm. Go to telltalegames.com. Click on games. Strong Bad's cool game for attractive people. Let the flash load, and it says nine ninety five. 
I can't give you a link because of the... Oh, th- why am I yelling at the chat room? People are going to listen to this at home like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I can't give you a link because we're on a podcast. All right. Get it? Well, it says telltalegames.com slash cart, C-A-R-T, slash S-B-C-G-4-A-P, which is Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People. <laughs> yes, S-B-C-G-4-A-P. S-B-C-G-4-A-P. Yeah, I think I just typed it in the chat room. They should be happy. Oh, except I did it wrong. I said oh. tell games instead of telltale game. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, man. I give up. Anything else we can possibly screw up? Yeah, you're on the wrong page, dude. <laughs> Need to go to games. Yeah, this is sort of the thing that I think a lot of people don't appreciate about the Telltale site is uh, you can go to different pages and find different prices for stuff. See? Yeah. I ran into that when I was buying uh, Sam and Max over the holidays. Well, I'm going to test something. I'm going to that page he's on, and I'm going to click... Um, oh, if you just op- put it in your cart, two- it'll automatically apply the... That's what I was going to check. It's like, it does. proceed to my cart... Yes, it does. All right. Oh, plus plus DVD. See, even the so yeah yeah. Hagen Lloyd says free. What? Say what? Great breakfast. Piggle Nights is free. Whoa! What? That's huge. Oh, I already own Piggle Where Nights. Where is it free? I don't know. Say what? Where is it free? All right. Well, we're gonna go play free games. Um, you at home, please go play your stuff and get ready. Start clearing out the calendar. Clear out your um, 360 or PS3. Get ready for Final Fantasy 13. It's we're in that two week countdown period, so everyone get excited. Clear out, clear out like, your schedule. You know, it's really a lot closer to a week. Is it? The ninth. Oh, it's we're in that month. one week countdown period. Yeah, it's ten so days. Exciting. Am I the only one completely unexcited yes. about this on the podcast? Or yes. get used to it. Rest us all the time. Now, oh, this is funny. So the chat rooms tell me Peggle Nights is free on PopCat's website. I'm on PopCat website. I don't see it for free. <laughs> Sign up for PopCat Passport and you can gift it to yourself. What does that mean? Oh, there it is. That's weird. I wish I'd had that a while back. I might do that. I've never bought. That's funny. So we're going to play, play free, free games. So we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. See you then. Woohoo. Bye-bye. 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 And say sorry to Remember me. to comment about short games. Remember to listen to RPG Backtrack later this week. Backtrack Rebirth. Woohoo. Rebirth. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> that's actually better than Reboot. I like that. that. That's just like the Konami titles. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah, we're going to change that. We're going to change it for I like that. That's good. You know, I'd almost call this a birth by sleep. Birth no. Sleep. No. no. <laughs> well, that's the last thing people are going to hear now. I hope you're happy. 